in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more. This is Potential Picks. Hello and welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Chris Dewar, and I'm joined by my cave diving co-host, Taylor Sokol. Today we're reviewing the biographical survival film, 13 Lives. This was from a screenplay by William Nicholson and directed by Ron Howard, uh, depicting the Tom Long Cave Rescue uh, that kind of swept the nation back in 2018. Uh, this was going to be an interesting film. We saw that it had a limited release in theaters, but coming to Prime Video to watch. So, um, Taylor, this is one of those films where, again, it's like you can't really spoil the film because it's an actual event. It actually happened. So unless you were living under a rock and didn't know it was happening, uh, what ultimately is the plot of 13 Lives? So uh, 13 Lives is based off the story of these 13 um, people. We have this uh, 12 boys of this soccer or football team. Uh, it's a junior team, and they are with their assistant coach. After practice, they go to explore the Tom Long Cave. Uh, and unfortunately, the team fails to come back. All the parents are worried. They find out that they've been trapped inside this cave based on uh, these uh, horrible rainstorms as the monsoon season starts early up. And then the cave is completely submerged underwater. And so then the Thai government has to figure out how they can uh, do uh, and, and pursue every angle to get these uh, kids and this whole team out safely. And uh, so it becomes, as you said, this international thing where not only the Thai government, but uh, governments around the world are you know, monitoring this and, and finding out, okay, what can we do? And the movie goes into detail of all the ways and the eventual um, method that they are able to uh, safely extract these uh, 13 lives based on the title. So I had, um, I actually was part of those ones that lived under rock. I don't think I remember, you know, really hearing about this. And this probably came out, this this was around the time when this was, when this was going on. I might have been on cruise ships. So I wasn't really checking um, what was what was happening. I might have heard something, but I didn't know all the details. After seeing the movie and going further into there, there was there was so much that was going on, not only before, during, and also after this um, very horrific uh, and almost uh, scary incident for everyone involved. Um, I thought, number one, this film, it's one of those really tough films to do because you you um, a lot of it is based on... Um, you know, there there was not any like live documentation. A lot of it's from the actual people involved and such. But I thought this film, though long, really gets you into the the stressful situation of that everything went through from the parents to the divers. And I thought that was really really well done and definitely gave me that claustrophobic feel that I always get. And those like I was like, ah, uh, no, uh, no thanks on that for me. Yeah, uh, I think if there's a a. a you have to give just straight up applause and props to uh, Ron Howard and his team is how they were able to film this and make it look very authentic. Uh, you know, a lot of this was filmed in Australia and then also in Thailand itself. And majority of the film, of course, is in this cave in these really intensely close and small, fully filled of water areas and the diving aspect with, you know, most of it's very dark. 
they have their headlights and stuff and how they're going to keep going further and further into this cave to eventually find the boys who are still alive. And then how do you get them out? You know, these are not trained divers. And this is not like a, I think some of the most terrifying things for me to think about was they would show kind of a map of from where the entrance of the cave is to where the boys ultimately were and little markers along the way, you know, they would put rope and all this stuff that really makes sense of how to, you know, safely try to get as far in as you can. And sometimes it'd be like estimated time gone by, you know, time lapse. And it was like six hours and 40 minutes. And I'm like, can you imagine like what probably feels like would not take that long to walk if it had not been full of water is taking these guys like several hours to just go one way. Do you think if that's how long it takes just to go one way? And these are professional divers. How the heck are these kids going to get all the way to the other side without freaking out? That's a long time to be underwater, especially if you're not trained. And I don't think any of these kids were trained scuba divers, you know? So even that was an interesting thing in the, of the film, which is a true story that they got Richard Harris, this doctor who basically puts them into, you know, he uses medicine to, basically rest their heart to get them so they can still breathe and like anesthesia. And I was like, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, anesthesia. It's like that and not just one dose, multiple doses along the way. So they'd have to do like two doses to get them kind of going. Well, and the fear of that, if they, if they wake up during, cause then it's like, they're going to panic and like, and it's something that you don't think about with diving. I think, you know, you and I, you know, we've, we've had our fair share of going to the, uh, going the water snorkeling. I've never scuba di- uh, dove. I Me guess neither. The word. So I, I, you know, I know there's a lot that goes into it, but when you scuba dive in like open water, it's a different story to being, you're stuck in a cave. And also like at the one point when they are trying to extract all these kids and up one by one, it's a six hour dive and to be underwater that long. And then they have to carry multiple tanks because those tanks aren't lasting. So it was really like crazy. And I thought that I thought that was really great that they kind of got you into the idea. And then you have this thing where, you know, the Thai government is trying to like, uh, you know, the prime minister is like his last, uh, his last uh, time he was, you know, I'm sorry, you know, I have to, you know, so he's having to deal with this, his last time in office. And then also you've got the, you know, the military involved and they're like, you know, you got these outsiders. We know these caves well. It's like, yeah, but we're, we've done these kind of dives. We know what's going on. So I thought the, that was well done. And I really liked the gravitas of this film really, that was very somber. It was never played for laughs or anything because this was a serious thing. Sometimes these disaster things are a little, little, uh, little too much humor or anything like that. I thought it was very uh, well handled and handled respectfully. Very serious. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Viggo Mortensen and Colin Farrell are are like two main characters, if you will, of the of the dive team. And you know they have a little bit of banter between them, which I think it's one of those things where, when they know it's such a serious situation and it's you know, literally death can be at any moment. It's a little bit of that lighthearted moments for them when they're outside the cave. Uh, you know, mostly about cookies and things like that. But uh, taking it very serious, I think you know it's of course you want to give the people hope. You want to give the parents hope. You want to give the nation hope, but the reality is with this kind of situation, it easily could have been not one saved soul because of the challenge. Um, and also, you know, it's like monsoon season coming up. So like they're having these heavy, crazy rains. So I thought it was also fascinating too, how they, through the government, through, you know, different people that came to aid using those tools and things to pump the water down and having to, these poor farmers having to be like 
we'll sacrifice our crops this year so that we can pump the water out uh, to get the boys, you know, a, a better chance. And I got to give props to, to cinematographer. I'm probably going to totally butcher Sayambu Mukdeeprom. I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, again, I just think the whole film for, you know, that you probably could have had just one big set somewhere and they just keep filming different scenes and stuff, but it really does look like this cave. It looks like these, you know, especially these moments where like there's these giant stalagmites and stalactites and they're trying to get through with their tanks. And when they get stuck, I mean, it's hard to do a lot of filming in a dark underwater space for majority of the film. And they, they did a really great job. And it's just a, it's a remarkable story. I do agree. It was long. It just comes in at uh, just under two and a half hours, but it's also like they didn't include everything. You know, there's still a lot they could have, you know, this is, was an 18 day thing from the day one that they got in there till the day they were rescued. So of course, yeah, you could have a longer cut if you wanted to keep going, but you kind of get the point after a while. It's like, okay, you know, especially when it got to the actual rescuing of the boys, if they're going to go through every single moment of every single one, it, you know, this will be a long, a long film. So I think you have to, Show as much as you can, the intensity, the highlights. Uh, but it's a, it's kind of an incredible story, just how, like, especially I think what was kind of neat was our, really our main divers that really do the saving. They're not like military guys. These are volunteers. Like, they just, you know, they were guys that in their life eventually found diving as a passion and they've rescued people around the world and they're kind of called in. And so I love that. Just love that element of uh, human nature of us really coming together to to save people uh, and their dire needs, and that anything's kind of possible even against unbeatable odds. Uh, so for all of that, and you know, Ron Howard, I mean, God, he's top notch director. Oh yeah, from everything to fantasy to even documentary style, where this blends that line. I think anytime Ron Howard's in the mix, you got you got yourself a you know a, definitely a war, a winner. Yeah. So I think for me overall, just for how authentic it looked and how they captured it uh and for the power of the story 13 lives i'm going to give it eight out of ten uh not one that i necessarily need to watch again but i'm glad i did especially for a story you know you only read a little bit in the news and you kind of know to actually see what, what kind of a firsthand account what it kind of looked like uh and you know unfortunately with there was two deaths one during the actual uh rescue mission and one a year later from a uh, illness that occurred from, but pretty remarkable that the entire team and the coach were all saved. Uh, so pretty remarkable 13 lives. Yeah. And I'm going to give it an eight out of 10 as well. Uh, mostly because of, of time. I think it could have been uh, shortened slightly, but um, I commend this and another great uh, collaboration for Amazon studios. Well, you can all check this out now streaming on Amazon prime 13 lives. And that was this edition of, potential picks thanks for listening to the potential podcast you can follow us on instagram and facebook at the potential podcast or on twitter at the potential pod or you can email us send us your positive feedback and thoughts suggestions and more through our email the potential podcast at yahoo.com i'm your host chris dewar and i'm your host taylor sokol stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture entertainment and nerdum and remember Know your potential. potential.